This is Moss Whelan and Story in Mind. It's a rainy, dark afternoon. We're still in the... We're, we're crawling out of the depths of winter. Topic? I thought we'll start with uh, talking like an update of the editing. And it is... So technically this is post... Uh, dr- fifth draft, fifth draft. So this is somewhere six and beyond, and there's a lot of revisioning going on, but uh, strengthening. Uh, it, I, I, as far as say I'm concerned, you know, the the critic in me is going, no, this is good because um, working with these multiple manuscripts, multiple points of view. Uh, that say I get to see from these different perspectives. And um, some of the characters are old, some of the characters are newer. I'm sort of going, wait a second, is that true? And it's not true, because I have explored these characters before. Um, What is changing is the situation. Oh, hello, it's an office chair. My street does this thing where they leave out uh, office furniture, etc., with these little paper signs that say "free." And so, oh, you look—you know—you've <laughs> you've been abandoned in the rain, and it's this uh, black chair. It actually doesn't look that bad, but it is dark, so it could be horrible. But of course, it's been raining, so it's—you know—now it's a treasure trove of mold and mildew. And, uh, sorry, fella, that's, it's not going to work out. (laughs) Well, it's too bad. Maybe if they had covered it in a plastic bag, sort of this, you know, the mysterious object. Object du jour, object of the day. Right. What are we, what are we talking about? Okay, yeah, this this update, these multiple perspectives. Um, I posted on Twitter an update, not just sort of saying I'm continuing doing what I'm doing, and it's it's working for me. Uh, but I, I'm also at this stage where I am embracing this depth uh, uh, going on, uh, this deep. Uh, edit. I'm looking for ways in. I'm looking for um, things that are going to to grip me. And especially the story versus the plot. Uh, it's it's become this question. And there's this concern too. Uh, like say how how far can I go with this? Uh, am I going to be on the outside of it? What do I mean by that? There's this experience in writing and editing, really, where where you're in, where you uh, there's you know the suspension of disbelief, whoosh, you know it's it's uh, you're not there anymore, and for someone like me, that's important, and and it, it's but it's also this flip side of uh, being present, even though it's you know working on. You know, fiction, etc., and you're imagining stuff. There is this quality of being fully present. Um, so there's a bit of an argument. It's like, oh, Moss, you're not actually here, here and now, you know, but you're somewhere else. Versus flow state, having experience of flow state or being in the zone, which is more what I'm going for. So I, I think I've muddled that a bit, but it's, it's just this experience of, uh, for me, it's about being, I'm in it. I'm in the story uh, or and plot. And while editing, it seems less so, obviously, right? You're sort of 
um, you have this distance to the work. You're not um, the proximity, right? You're not, or at least I'm not allowing myself to just uh, fall into it. One of the manuscripts that I was working on, say I did a first draft, this would be probably a year ago now, and I, I mournfully set it aside, you know, thinking, okay, well, that's it, it's over, F the fun is over, and now I've returned to it, and it has a new lease on life, but it, it's a different experience. Uh, uh, back then, I was playing around with multiple points of view, uh, attempting a second draft, but realizing that I just wouldn't be able to pull it off. But what do I mean by that is the, uh, the focus. And for me, it's about choosing a project where there's the potential and possibility. And, and I was sitting there going, you know, I've got to build on my success. I've got to, um, I've got to work on a sequel. And there's that word too. There, it's like, got to, have to, should, right? This is the smart thing to do. And it's not like I'm ditching that idea, of that awareness. But it's more like I'm embracing. I've embraced. And so my sequel has become something uh, <laughs> beyond my wildest dreams. And I've, I've I, but I also feel like I'm, uh, I've, I've made my. It's not a Faustian bargain. It's, it's more of. Um, I do feel like I'm going to lose. I'm going to lose friends and influence people. That that doesn't work. That that was wrong. Uh, I'm going to. It really, I'm being truer, truer to myself, and really, I'm being truer to the audience that I'm interested in, like those people who I think are cool. Let's say that you know we're reading similar stuff, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. They will forgive me. <laughs> They're not going to, uh, you know, this is outrageous. That's, that's the response that I'm expecting. But I'm thrilled. I'm, I'm completely out of my... Um, actually, I would say I'm, I'm in my comfort zone. There we go. Uh, let's see. Lost again. Uh... We had a couple good days this past week. Strange, sort of almost like dreamlike days where the sun came out, blue sky. Chilly, but uh, just amazing how much uh, the Vancouver weather can, I guess just even winter, can just sort of grind down. Right, okay, so... And to getting out for walks, I've been noticing that that it's been difficult. Um, you know, and of course, you know, it's dark, it's rainy. Uh, it's just this this general mood too. It's, and too, it's probably just a lack of sunlight. Anyways, the sidewalk is glistening under the street lamps and everything is moist and moist okay so uh, upshots upshots I've I've been noticing that I've been noticing that the um, 
how, how uh, say, the selection of chapters. For example, right now I'm doing, I'm doing the opening four chapters, and each of them has a different point of view uh, character. So I'm working on the fourth right now. Uh, technically, there's, let's see, I'm just going back and forth a bit. Uh, only one of the point of view um, chapters, these first chapters, I, I would say is fully uh, that I didn't really make any changes. And it, it was actually the one I'd mentioned that I'd say I'd worked on a year ago and then set aside. And that, uh, that manuscript, at least the first chapter, uh, there was almost almost no changes. But I, one thing that did get changed was, say, the relationship with the other characters. That they, that they have this connection. So that was, for me, that was the primary question when editing that chapter. Was, okay, what is this, the common, the shared um, attribute, you know, or uh, what is it that is... It just say a, a slight shift um, compared to the others. The other three chapters, these other three points of view. I want to say that say pr- predominantly they're the same, but there is this dif- difference. Uh, and and really, what it is is it has to do with. this shared experience obviously because these uh, these four characters I'm, I'm just sort of thinking like say for me the plan is that these four characters meet and then they go off and you know they have their adventure and and I'm thrilled about that because th- there's this kind of chaos that, that is waiting me uh, there's all these questions, and what are they going to be like? Because I haven't had these characters in the same room before. There is a quality uh, there that, say, I've spent so much time on them that, and to just say even thinking about them, setting aside a manuscript for a year, while in the back of my mind going, you know, oh, I really wish I could get back to that manuscript and that character, and. Uh, suddenly finding myself developing, like say working with it, and so that that part of it is is paying off. The current, uh, like say currently, I'm working on the final point of view, and it does feel like it's the most altered, and that say that there's the most flexibility right now, whereas the other three have uh, characters that were very defined. This, this character is based on a manuscript, but uh, huge changes, like say, for example, you know, I, w- I was talking about this, you know, this manuscript a year ago, that uh, there wasn't very much to change, at least in this opening chapter, versus uh, the character I'm doing now, this fourth point of view, where there's a lot. Uh, And I'm just, with the word rewrite, so technically uh, to rewrite is where you would take something that you've written and then you would you would literally write it again so that's the technical term some people talk about editing and to I have done this we talk about editing uh, as rewriting when in fact you know in, instead of that it's you know you're cutting things out you're tweaking things uh, in, instead of say 
you know, writing the, the chapter again. And there's this uh, agony to that, right? Because I, I don't know where that comes from. It, it's probably sort of preciousness, Hemingway's, you know, precious darlings. And that refers to kill your darlings, right? The, you know, these wonderful jewels that you've been laboring on that have nothing to do with the story or don't enhance the story. They, they distract rather than um, assist. And, a, and a, of course, a good story editor will be telling you to kill them all. <laughs> Sounding very Metallica. Okay, right. Right, so the recent progress. Uh, today was it, it, it was it was this stitching together uh, a few elements. There's uh, the original the original character. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Going through it again. How many manuscripts in, are involved in, in today's uh, point of view chapter? Uh, let's see. I have one that is... Initially, I had, I had planned it as a kind of Narni-esque uh, quality. That that's what I was going for. But, say, doing it in a completely different location. So, not England, not London. And that's where I had started and then ultimately set it aside as something that was um, really interesting but unwieldy. And looking at it, I was like, I don't have I don't have the, I have time, but you know, which, which project is going to be the most um, doable. Uh, you know, I can look at it and go, okay, I can, see, I can see an end to this thing. Which, of course, I've totally blown up now. <laughs> it's endless, but I'm having a great time. Uh, so, so there's, yeah, so there's one manuscript that had a kind of Narni-esque feel to it. And, and other stuff going on. So there was that. Then there was um, uh, another manuscript that was set in my my fantasy world, um, and yet it was very. There was a lot of flexibility, and it was very uh, interesting but chaotic. That even even I sat back and went, "Wow, that was interesting," but it was all over the place. And yet there were elements, there were elements in a number of the manuscripts that I referenced, which now I'm, I'm thinking about going, it was probably about five or six manuscripts that I noticed had this common beginning, which was going to some kind of relative's house, leaving one situation and going to another which also is the Narnia situation. Uh, you know, they have to leave because of... I think it's, yeah, it's World War II. It's the, um, the Blitz. So bombs are being dropped on London. And these four kids have to leave. And they go and stay with this uh, professor. And so I was working with that premise... Uh, but also I noticed in a number of stories, you know, somebody is, you know, running away and they go and stay at their uncle or their aunt lives close by and they're upset so they go and uh, go over and visit their aunt. Uh, one thing also is that there's this family problem that uh, echoes in these manuscripts. 
So I was pulling from a number of them. I pulled, let's see, the encounter with, yeah, so it was it was different sort of, say, elements. It was, okay, well, which manuscript has the strongest uh, introduction to this family problem? And then which manuscript has the strongest uh, meeting with the relative? Um, but as I said, I was rewriting, or it, it, that's what it ended up as. And I'm going, is that exactly true? And that's not exactly true. There's some uh, dialogue. Um, I want to say it's in the middle. But anyways, there's this dialogue that I'm altering, so it's not a complete rewrite. That said, uh, who knows, by the, by the very end of this, it might be completely transformed so it doesn't look anything like the original. Um, but there were these moments of rewriting that were bliss. And I don't understand why um, one... I, I, I guess it's the notion of, say, you have made something. Why on earth would you change it again? You know, oh, it's precious, right? It's the way it is. But when I allow myself... It, it all of a sudden transforms and it gets way more interesting. It, it could be, though, it could be that thing of um, you're intoxicated. You know, that first draft notion. It's like, oh, this is so good. And then you take a look at it when you've sobered up. And I don't mean actually drinking or, or whatever, but you just sit down later and with an eager eye and realize that... Uh, there's more work to be done. Right, yes. Uh, bring out the torture machine. The Inquisitor is here. You will tell me your story. Or I will pull it out of you. Uh, right. So... So, so today was, uh, there was, there was a pregnant pause today, you know, where you go in and you, you just look at it and there's this processing going on. Uh, there's definitely a hesitation and I'm, I'm guessing that that's fear of making a mistake but also it's this assessment. It's, okay, well, where am I exactly? I did end up doing research because the setting was, number one, it was specific, and I knew there was information out there, so why not add to this sense of realism? It's beautiful in the sense that I did not have a setting per se. Uh, for a number of the manuscripts, it was sort of like, okay, you know, it's happening, but I didn't, I didn't have what was surrounding it. So it's like, okay, cool. uh, that was nice. I sort of jumped into the sidewalk, and they uh, they slowed down and flashed their lights. It's a dark and it's a dark and stormy night. Uh, so it, it was a, it was a day of progress, but it was more kind of inching along, and it's a weird thing too because the this point of view chapter, this first for this character, um, one of four characters. It's it, it's it's not uh, a clean machine yet. There's a lot of mess, and say, um, I've made these sort of notations, I put in uh, color, change the font, put it in, say, brackets or something, and make some kind of comment or highlight, so that when I get go through, that I, I will tackle it. 
and there's it's gone from not sort of seeing its um, the wholeness like say you know that it's broken up in parts and you know oh well maybe we should start it off this way or that way to now it has its there's this cohesion uh, that is pulling it together but but the big thing is this sense of story there's, uh, of uh, the internal uh, bits and pieces of, of this character uh, as I mentioned I've got you know the conflict the personal conflict I've got stuff going on inside this motivation uh, that is moving them forward what else the family situation as I was editing it today and just sitting there uh, one thing that I've had to do is or just part of the process is to start looking into deep into these characters and, and ask well who is this and too, it's a secondary character. Uh, we move fairly quickly away from this character, but they are essential. They are um, a motivating factor, that relationship. And it's uh, a grandfather exerting uh, control. A grandfather who's directing and saying, this is how it's going to be. So it's this power struggle, really. And there's this great argument going... For me, it's a great argument. I like this kind of stuff where it's not so black and white, but that the two characters are... uh, You know, they're gunning for the best. They want the best for their family and for themselves... Uh, although the main character is more, you know, individual. But, as I said that, I, I'm going, no, wait a second, no, they, ha- they have concerns for family members, and... Uh, right, so it's this, it's this power struggle that's happening. This chapter, the, um, the bits and pieces, the manuscript, has elements of uh, a TV show that I had... Um, a science fiction TV show. And so it has elements of, of that that are important to me. So there's this personal element to it too, these things that I've set aside and went, well, I guess that's never gonna happen. And yet they're, you know, it, they mean something. And uh, so why not, um, you know, keep working with them? If anything, that pleasure is going to be picked up because that's, that stuff is contagious. Um, contagious, infectious. It's a weird thing how, like, using something... We have, we've got to use language like that. Why aren't we using language like... Um, sort of a, a benevolent, right? That, you know, that, that kind of... That kind of writing is... A curative or... Uh, Antiviral, something like that. It's it's weird that we would, but it says something about us that we would, you know, describe things that are popular as, as uh, diseases. Okay, moving on from social commentary. So, I spent time with with these uh, with these characters. And, and as I said before, the pattern that that I came back to was moving. Really, it's moving from one family member to another family member, and I could see that reflected in most of the manuscripts in one form or another. And there was this debate also going on, uh, which wasn't hard for me because there's always these sort of shining moments of uh, like say who like what is the most conflict at the beginning 
uh, situation, and then the, what's the most conflict at the end situation? These these two family members, uh, conflict, and I, I don't mean it in. Um, I guess it's more say the most interesting, most intense, most complicated, dramatic. Uh, the, th- the thing that is really going to spark um, this character, uh, this, this kid's uh, journey. And two, I, I, I'm wanting to stay away from talking about it. But I think it is good to talk about them as, as though they were real. And maybe it's just a, a matter of time before I start talking about that. And, and somebody stands up and says, you know, you can't do that. You're breaking the law of, uh, you know, the law of fiction fiction is real. It's like, no, 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 don't do that. Okay. Alright, it's just readjusting. So fictional characters that become real. Uh, that, that is something that I've, I've had to decide um, why. Because my, my first book, there is this sense of surreality or uh, unrealness to it. Bless these people. They've got, they've got their Christmas lights on and that is awesome. You know, it's it's not over. It's January, but yeah, they're not going down without a fight. Okay. Right. So this process, this collage process. Uh, in one sense, I'm not a fan of it because it has slowed me down. It's overcomplicated things. It's of, of course it's not the usual thing. You, know, you don't... And two, I, I've got to say, I didn't plan this. Uh, but I... Th- there is a history of this uh, in a way that say I would sit there and I would have the manuscripts laid out as a... Uh, in this pattern like and, and and I would be moving things around in looking for uh, connections. <coughs> Sometimes these would be arrayed. I, I, like say I wouldn't have the manuscripts, or I would have say some of the manuscripts, and I would be projecting ahead and wondering about okay, is it possible to extend this? Uh, like say. You know my my terrible trilogy. Is it, is it possible to increase it? Can I add on to it? Uh, turn it into something much grander. And and two, I, I I do think if I had proposed this even a year ago, that there would have been this resistance. As soon as I said, and it's going to take a lot longer. Uh, but I wonder. I, I wonder. I wonder how long this is. This will take. Um, it's not. It's not the same as starting. Say, okay, I'm going to do. I can't. I, I you know. I don't know what uh, uh, G. R. R. Martin's process is. I don't know if he outlined these different points of view. I know that he has a television background, uh, writing for television, and let's say, you know, this is jumping around scene to scene. Uh, but I'm, I'm pretty sure that, you know, he's not, he did not do what I'm doing. Not to say that it's the same thing, I'm more looking at the process. I'm not saying, oh, mine is just as good. That would be awesome. <laughs> but that's not, that's not the situation. Uh, and two, of course, you know we don't even know, right? This uh, it might this might end up as just this is uh, 
amateur hour and I'm it's just for me and I'm enjoying it and you know I'll be on my uh, deathbed years from now looking back and going you know wow that was a fantastic waste of time uh, that's the other thing too I can feel it that there's absolutely no regret um, there is a part of me that's you know just thrashing around not really more sort of you know it was it was never going to happen the typical way or i mean it could have but it just wouldn't have been fun and it wouldn't have been um the, you know this way i can assure i'm pulling together these different elements that are important to me okay so are there are there rules to this game there are limitations uh, I, I have manuscripts, but I only have a bunch of manuscripts. Uh, it's going, it's not going all over the place, which was one of my fears. There is this constraint. It's like my subconscious is very aware of uh, the, um, the plots and the stories. So the, the, there's a part of me that is aware of limitations or has these almost agreed to somehow we've got this contract going uh, for example the fantasy manuscript from a year ago that I'd mentioned even if in its rough state it has it has these uh, this I'm going to say imposition but I mean more that it has these uh, borders and it has these rules to it of how it is. Uh, I started off with a specific image that was very sword and sorcery. And so I started off with that image. And, and that, that has defined it? Like, say, I've... Uh, I, I'll f sit there going, but wait, you know, the rules, the rules to that manuscript, to that universe, right? These laws. What about these? In, really, there are these other universes, um, and I'm I'm curious about that. That's the thing. I haven't gotten there yet. And I'm, I'm just sitting here right now going, or rather walking, I'm walking right now and going, okay, well, if it just blows up, then let's enjoy this, which is easy to say. Probably be miserable when it happens, but again, you know, how can I maximize my um, enjoyment? Just walking by some people, and there's this huge whiff of uh, cannabis. So I'm just—it's great too because it, you know, there's this sort of stereotype that still prevails. You know, even though it's—it's <laughs> it's completely. I'm sure it's totally flipped around now, right? All of all of the straight people are the hippies, and all of the. Uh, how would you say it? The round people are uh, have long hair, etc. Okay, okay. One thing I'm looking forward to is the collision of these characters because they have had this focus. They are on this journey. So I am interested in that meeting. Uh, what I'm not interested in so much, I'm curious about, but I'm also wary, is reaching these scenes that are not connected. Uh, like something along the lines of, okay, you know, these 
ultimately these four point of view characters are traveling together, doing things, uh, but all I've got is individual scenes. As I'm saying this, one way of for me to go around that is to uh, still have it, almost like say an internal internalized moment, and. There, there's a great question there, though, of, you know, yeah, but how do you change uh, a scene, alter it to fit? And really, that's what it is. It's you, you're altering it. You're making adjustments to the setting, etc., etc. And right there is this uh, conflict with the uh, preciousness of, of it. And, you know, say you're throwing things out, and really you have to ask what's essential in this scene. It's like, say, you know, Chekhov's gun, right? You've got to have that in the scene. But everything else is uh, this theater, and uh, it can be altered to suit. Which, again, I I think if you asked me a year ago, uh, I'd like to think that I'm more flexible, but I know that that's not the case, but I do know that there's some writers that would be absolutely horrified by that, and, you know, that, no, (laughs) hey, what about you take this, you know, high fantasy uh, manuscript that you've written, like, I would be the worst editor, I think, in the world, Um, like, say, for a publishing house, or just a publisher, right, you know, I really like this, I really like the story, right, but I don't like the plot, or not the plot so much, but the setting, you know, and then it would be this horrific argument. Truly a Faustian bargain, you know. Are you going to sell out? <laughs> Are you going to sell out to be published? I, I wouldn't want to do that, I don't think. But I'm just imagining doing something like that, like taking high fantasy and just, you know, just uh, take off, take away all of the excess and you know is it possible to reduce it to uh, literary fiction there's a, all, of course all you know all these arguments and for me it's you know why would you do that you know fantasy is awesome okay oh here's another bunch of people that still have their lights up it might be that they're doing the uh is it called Twelfth Night? That they're wait, wait, waiting for a specific uh, day to take down the... It, it's great. And I think, you know, it's like, well, why don't you just unplug it? You don't have to take it down right away. And yet another house. Oh, fantastic. Some of, some of it is subtle. The first house I saw was just this high-tech explosion of... Uh, lights. But this is more just, this is subtle, it's just the windows and it's done inside. It's a bit on the outside, on the shrubbery and stuff. Okay, so the update on the experience. One of the things that I'm constantly wishy-washy about is is theme, and it it's just way too early to be doing that. It's good to hear myself say that because I'm I'm I've obsessed about it, and I've spent time going in. What is it? What is it? What is it? Uh, really, it's it's say it's what is most important to oneself. Uh, that I, I would say that that. That's what it is. Um, why obsess over it? I, I've just read some really great arguments that it adds this cohesion that you know everything pulls together when it's done right. If it's too on the nose, if it's too obvious, you know, if it's screaming it, then it's like yeah. Oh, no, no. But it, it just, I've just, I've just seen really great examples of it, and again, the argument for it. Uh, Drake, Maxwell Drake, is it Maxwell Alexander Drake? Anyways, uh, a writer in the States, 
fantasy, and he he made the, an, an amazing argument for it. Okay. So, uh, part of it feels like being back to the building blocks, and just and say playing with. There's this directive, but I'm also allowing the subconscious a ton of opportunities. You know, really, it's just blown wide open, and characters that are st- are strolling in that have no, you know, it's, it's sort of like a, you know, a, sh- a Shakespearean play. And then all of a sudden, you know, um, Don Juan, right, is... Uh, no, no, not Don Juan. Um, Don Quixote, there we go. That's who I was thinking of. Uh, you know, rides rides into the scene and, you know, confusion. <laughs> and not. It, it, it feels... Now it feels like this kind of shared universe... And uh, this blending and blurring. I'm not completely abandoning the um, the directive. Okay. All right. Uh, plans ahead. Uh, at this point, it's this slowly going through. Um, so it's that I've got I've gathered together, say, the first chapters, and I have of these four points of view. And then as I move forward, say now after I do these, and two, I'm sending them out to get feedback. So if you'd like to see those, let me know, because. Uh, Just, just, yeah, just to get the feedback and see if... I know what I'm going for. <laughs> Anyways. So, yeah, I, I will move on after that to the second chapter. So, four of these um, these points of view and then uh, the chapter twos. Uh, what, the, what that is following is that's following the... Um, the first act, and how I've measured it, I'm sort of looking at it going, um, so if I was doing this as a book, it's probably going to be the first act would be one book. Problems? And two, this is how I'm plotting it at the moment. Problems are that uh, do we reach a kind of standalone structure do we have this sense of accomplishment? Uh, is it is it going to be something more uh, LOTR that you know we'll, we'll end up with this you know to be continued in the next book? And, and at this point again, it's it's too soon to say. Um, on one hand, that would be awesome. But if it doesn't fit, like say if if this project, you know, is completely, it, it would be almost like say trying to force, um, <laughs> force. I was gonna say, uh, you know, square peg, round hole. But then I thought pigeon hole, and I thought forcing a pigeon into a keyhole. I like, yeah, that's good. Right. So doing that. Um, moving forward, uh, also to the allowing it to take shape, and then later looking at it and going, okay, do I have a book in this first act? Or is it going to be this, uh, I think it's pronounced behemoth, this huge thing, uh, which I'm also open to. Uh, that would be a cool thing to put out there. You know, occasionally it's good to see one of those thousand-page monstrosities. Or what is it, Alan Moore? He he did a million. Of course, they're going to bust it up into smaller, you know, pieces. But uh, and then two considerations beyond that, like say, 
what if I'm stuck with it at a thousand pages and I go, I like it. I don't like it busted up. You know, it's this is how it is. Uh, it's not your typical, right, 300-page book. Uh, you know, let's keep breaking the rules. Uh, what if there's no publishers for that? Do I self-publish? Uh, do I even break the rules of that, right? And say, well, this is not about money. Of course, somebody is going to take advantage of it, though. <laughs> Somewhere, right? You know, you fool, right? You know, and, you know, the you know, copyright laws, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, somebody will make a fortune off of it. In my dreams. But that, yeah. But I'm, I'm still... Um, Am I freaked out about that? It's it's a factor, but at this point, like I said, I've kind of blown it up, and it's uh, and yet not. I've blown up something that was really uh, upsetting me. That it was it was sort of like the the impasse of expectations and critique and it has to be a certain way and I got I got some great feedback I think it was the second draft I got great feedback really specific it was general but it was also specific and saying that there's a lot of ideas here this was Patrick Bolivar local local author because I've read his book uh and, yeah, it, 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 that feedback was uh, perfect because I was stuck and that stuck led to radical change. Going, okay, this is not working. I've got to find some, something, some way of um, really of honoring myself because there's the, that pandering notion of that I will... I will create something that is this, you know, generic slop. And sorry, but that's a, that's a part of. Uh, I've got it. I think we've all got it. And there's a kind of sellout quality to it, kind of. I suppose to uh, abandoning the notion of of making money. You know, having all of these thoughts of. Uh, fame and fortune which again impede uh, this is, the whole process is a mystery uh, really you know we get you know we get trash we get like really soulless um, stuff that is you know published and people are buying it they're consuming it and it's pandering to the worst in us and and then of course we you know there's stuff that is awesome and uh, worthy who who am I to judge who who yeah who's anybody to judge but of course you know you wish or do you wish you know I would like to be you know discovered <laughs> scooped up I think though too it's it, of course it's collaboration and yeah there's got to be there's got to be a purpose a reason an interest uh, but then as well as where I'm at which is this personal um, this question of, of the value of it for myself yeah so that's the plan down down the road. Uh, the plan for tomorrow. And um, hopefully staying away from say, structure, staying away from a lot of um, like say, scene structure, staying away from the three-act structure until uh, until I'm finished at least this draft, you know, going through and, uh, you know, this, this four chapters at a time and progressing. Oh, 
I'm really looking forward to that there's some scenes that, uh, as I mentioned, the year ago um, manuscript that I put aside, there's some scenes, scenes, situations, characters, things. I know that I, I've left some stuff for myself. And also that it sort of cross-pollinates. So I am looking forward to those moments. I am uh, expecting moments of absolute confusion uh, where, you know, it doesn't dovetail, right? These pieces don't fit together. Uh, but, but at the same time, keeping it, keeping it real, keeping it, uh, this is what, draft, I don't know, draft seven? Is it? Uh, it? But not even counting that. I'm just going, look, it's too soon. And, you know, stop imposing so many rules. Uh, let's, let's just do the best we can. And uh, we'll figure it out. We always do. Uh, there's, yeah, uh, another part of this is this strange distancing, it's good, uh, but it's that, say, this is for myself, and, you know, something may come of it, but, you know, really it's for myself. Uh, I keep thinking, too, that, say, there's a couple people, uh, Robin Chance, he's a sci-fi fantasy guy, he does a, a blog and a podcast, and I've, uh, I've kept in touch, and I'm interested, uh, like, say, you know, he might be, you know, no, 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 I don't do that. Uh, reading stuff to send him uh, the first four chapters and to get feedback and sort of, does this, does this work? Does this... There is a question there, though, because if it's for myself, why am I doing that? Uh, part of it, part of it is pleasure. Is, is this the type of thing that to share and say maybe this is just about sharing and just, you know, keep sharing. It would be cool if it could be something like uh, like Charles Dickens. The, those Around that time they would publish chapters. And they, they would publish a chapter and then they would sew it up at the end. Kind of similar to, is it the fix-ups or the stitch-ups in... Uh, early it's probably still happening sending um, short stories to science fiction magazines but in fact they are all connected Um, Dune for example the uh, the uh, (laughs) I don't know I don't know if it's still the big science fiction uh, but in its in its day it was and, and it still, well, it still has that, you know, appeal. Uh, but it, it, that was a product similar to even, say, Dickens back, back then. But as far as selling short stories, that, that would be another question. It's like, hey, could I sell this as a short story with these four points of view, or is that too much to ask? Um, on that note... As we have the two minutes, my one of my questions is, how do I, um, how do I connect these uh, four points of view? I might have mentioned this before. Uh, like, say, I have one element that connects them, but I'm looking at, you know, others. There is a symbol. That's where I'm starting off with. There's a symbol that connects. It's a visual symbol and each of the characters sees it, right? And it resonates. It has this importance for them right away. Uh, so it's not, it's not like there's these four disparate uh, chapters uh, distant. You know, no, they're, they're close together and but again, apart. But but my question does does that work, right? So I'll send it out to, I'll ask Robin if he wants to take a look at it, and uh, Patrick and 
I'm trying to think if I um, <laughs> I know female writers so <laughs> I've, I, w- I would like to uh, get feedback from these uh, female writers that I know and sort of you know have I in- inadvertently created a boys club you know say you know in my own situation which is not good um, it's a weird thing too though uh, I'm just thinking of one female writer who I know who uh, yeah it, it would be interesting to send I think I just yeah I should just send and say hey you know what do you think of this and um, but also say hey if you're not interested in taking a look there's selling points though <laughs> selling points anyways uh, there's things that I think that she would be interested in, topic-wise. And, uh, yeah, as I'm saying this, I'm going, wait a second, I know a bunch of local writers now and um, because I've connected with uh, the lo- local people. And as we wrap things up, we are, we are wrapped up. Uh, thanks for listening to this update. And, uh, yeah, just, uh, uh, just allow it to happen. Keep moving forward. Take care.